for those that don't know you, Tay, what is your channel about and what can they expect from your content? So my channel about anything Marvel related. I talk all the things Marvel, breaking it down for people that want to understand the new world of the MCU or getting into the comics. Uh, we do play a variety of story-driven games and really play games that uh, we have, I have fun with the community with, you know, just we just party with. And that's really how it goes there. It's kind of casual and chill. What got you into Marvel? Like, how far back does this story go? And where where did it start? So, um, my brother, who unfortunately passed away now two years ago, he saw, him and I saw Spider-Man together with Tony McGuire. And his name was Parker. So the fact that a superhero that flies was named Peter Parker just made him fall in love with it. So I was that person where it's like, okay, if he loves it, I'm going to learn about it, invest in it, because I want to support his, like, you know, I want to support him and, and make sure that what he likes is here and ready to go. And especially that he had cerebral palsy, you know, a lot of times people never understood him like I did. So I would make sure like I knew everything so I can be almost like his talking point. And when I started reading more, I was like, oh, wait, I really like this. It's like, this is really interesting and fun. And the stories is great. And then I discussed something with him. And ever since then, it hasn't left. I really do. I really do love that. I uh, I appreciate you sharing sharing that with me. And um, I didn't know I didn't know anything about that. And so that's really uh, that's really heartwarming to hear like what that means for you and how that is very personal. It sounds like so. Oh, it thank is. You. Thank you. But that that's why I have Spider Man's everywhere. My screen is Spider Man. Anything I have in my life is Spider-Man related. Mm. Do you have a rank of like the different Spider-Man movies? I do. I do. And a lot of it's, it's kind of tied in between Toby and Tom. Mm. As much as I really love Andrew Garfield's like persona of Peter Parker, I think he had the best like persona of it mm -hmm. out of anyone. Um, but it's top three easily Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, uh, Spider-Man 2, and then Spider-Man No Way Home. Just three. Mm. I respect that. I actually like that rank list. So do you do, do you often do tier lists or anything like that in, on I your do. content? You do? I, well, I, I do uh, time at time is usually when the conversation comes up and then I'll be like, all right, done. Let's, let's go and do a tier list. So I did one yeah. for this last phase and i broke it all down mm -hmm. into the reasons why oh, this one's higher than the other and i mm. i love I it get a little too in depth it's a little bit no that's that's perfect i think it's when you get those opinions of uh experts i can i mean i consider you an expert if you've you've spent so oh, much right, time thank you absolutely so to get that opinion is amazing when you see someone who knows it as well as you do go through and rank those things because uh, I consider myself more casual when it comes to that sort of sort of thing even though I do love that stuff I don't think I know as much as as uh, some of the more diehard Marvel fans out there with it's uh, nice to hear because a lot of time I don't get targeted as a high knowledge person so it's really nice to hear that oh well I, I mean I've heard I'm, you talk about some of this stuff I feel like you've got 
you've got the knowledge, so it's just nice to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Nice. I'm I'm like, glad. Yes. I'm glad. Validation. Validation. Yes. You've got this. I'm I, a super fan now. You you are. You stream talks about Marvel. You you do some gaming. What I would love to know more about is what got you into Twitch and streaming and that whole that whole thing. So and I'm gonna get real personal. Get get ready for per- personal heartache right here. <laughs> oh. Um at the time. Uh, so my brother Parker was doing uh, spinal realignment surgery uh, because he started to get this hunchback kind of back. And that happens a lot with kids that has cerebral palsy. So it was very hard because it was like up and down. He was having good days or bad days. And I put my entire life aside, take care of him. But it got to a point that I took so much of my life that I stopped taking care of myself and my my partner steven's like oh well you know you need to do something to you know distract yourself you need to do something he would always see me on twitch watching other people game he's like why just i don't try this for a little bit you're already gaming by yourself at home just just do it online like why not and i'm like okay and it's just stuck and i haven't stopped and and i love it i got hooked just just like how i love marvel he's got once I got into it, I was like, oh, shoot, I really like this. And here I am a year later. I love that it, you just gravitated to it as soon as you started. What were those early, early streams like for you? What what kind of things did you start streaming? So the first game I started streaming was The Last of Us because I haven't played it yet. And uh, Stephen just gifted me a PlayStation uh, 5 for, and I haven't had one since 2. So I've been really behind some PlayStation games. I've heard great things about it. So I just started playing it. And I I remember the first day I had my first follower, I was for Dan. He was the first follower I had. He's he's there roaming somewhere, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he was the first one. And then it was Terrific at Terrific, which was my second one. I remember like pretty much in order all my followers. And then was Sunny Starblast. And I was so I was playing that, uh, Animal Crossing. And just kind of any games to kind of keep my, my mind distracted at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just kind of having fun with it, you know? Yeah. I needed something to do. And that was the one thing that just kind of worked. What were what were those early streams like for you when you're kind of getting used to it? Did they how 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 was it? You know what? It was it was weird because it was one thing like you're gaming by yourself, so you're in like your own comfort. But now, like when you're on, okay, I gotta create conversation out of midair. And yeah, at beginning era times, there's maybe zero, one, maybe two people like are watching you, and yeah, to keep the flow of conversation. And that was the hardest thing I had to keep doing. It was like, all right, I got quiet for five minutes. All right, start <laughs> making up a conversation out of thin air. You know, here it is, and that was that was nerve-wracking for me but then once i started getting more comfortable then things got together and especially after the passing of my brother um it was like the one thing that i still had left and that i super cherish so i i kind of went through a full like full drive full gear passion driven and i just haven't stopped thanks for sharing that um 
I appreciate you kind of talking about some of that personal stuff that kind of goes along with it. That means a lot. With everything you've done so far, at what point did you decide to bring more about like the Marvel conversations into the streams? For me, because in the beginning of my streams, my name was Sunshine Tay. Because like, mm. oh, I, I live in Florida. Sunshine Tay. That works. And I got hesitant to do any Marvel content because in past experience with myself, um, a lot of times in the, the community that I would kind of want to be a part of, wasn't a lot of females involved. And when I did, I actually just recently had this kind of incident where oh you're just a girl that wants to be hanging out with the boys like oh whatever mm. and i was like okay if i'm gonna be on twitch like i don't know if a lot of people are going to uh like marvel and then i started meeting a few people and i started talking marvel like accidentally and just like kind of talking about naturally and then someone's like oh you should do a marvel stream mm. i was like I, I can do that and they're like <laughs> yeah it's your stream like you can do what you want yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is my stream. So I just went a full-on name change, Marvelous Tay, and I just stuck with it. And I, I love that. And I forget who told me this. It was someone that had followed me for a little while. And I, I am so grateful to that follower ever since. Just because, I mean, it totally did a 180 of my entire stream yeah. layout. And now I feel more myself. I felt myself a little bit, but now I really feel like a thousand percent myself on here and yeah. it feels super good. That's really important is to feel comfortable with who you are and, and being more yourself with, was it more the lack of talking about Marvel that didn't quite feel like you, or were there other aspects of what you were doing and streaming that just didn't quite feel like you a hundred percent? It was more that I wasn't really talking about Marvel because that is my full passion. I live, breathe, sleep Marvel. And it was those talks and like Star Wars. I'm I'm a really huge Star Wars fan. A lot of people don't know that, but Star Wars was my first love before I met Marvel. Mm. And I would kind of keep my my nerd personality aside <laughs> and just focusing on the game itself. Yeah. Talk about my nerd side. I'm going to be here for hours and <laughs> I won't let go of the conversation. Yeah. And I, I kind of kept everything aside because I was like the only thing in my mind. And it's a big problem that I deal with even outside of my streams where I'm a people pleaser. I want people to like me. And so I will I will figure out a way to do it and, you know, find an avenue. And then I realized because of me doing that, I have to really push a lot of myself aside, mm -hmm. my true self to fit in. Mm -hmm. And when I started talking more on people on Twitch and I'm growing that little small community, I, I felt like I can now start showing my side that I don't really do outside of anywhere else. And I don't, and I love it. I think that's why I share my stream so much is that now I have a place where I can be thousand percent myself and it feels so good I, and that was the reason why i changed it because now i started to feel comfortable it just was the best decision i made i think there's that 
that feeling, like you said, wanting to fit in or be more accepted by others. So you kind of think that maybe it's not worth sharing certain things or talking about particular aspects of your, your interests. And then one thing I've always found is once you, once you start getting to that point where you can like talk about it on stream, it really just makes such a huge difference in terms of like comfort level. Right. Oh, it does. What would you tell someone who's like apprehensive about sharing their true passions while trying to like create content or stream on Twitch? I think the one thing I would say is that I know it's scary. It feels scary, but you will never feel more comfortable with your own self if you just if you just don't show who you really are and you especially with twitch as i learn there's so many wonderful individuals that i've met that has allowed me to be my true self and they have been so comforting and warming and just know if you have this wonderful community by your side they will stick by you who or however you are i think that's what i would say <laughs> I think there's this pressure where we're just like, people will think I'm weird or people will think, you know, I'm kind of, you know, a lot of us talk about being a closeted nerd or just like, we don't mm -hmm. share that aspect of things. Uh, Zach M. Rutledge talked about not really wanting, you know, to talk a lot about Lego, you know, when he was younger, because people would make fun of that and, I think that's so unfortunate because it's when you start talking about those things is when you really start to find uh, people who uh, want to be a part of your community. Because otherwise, if you're not really sharing the things that you're super passionate about, people won't have that to attach themselves to, right? Because that's ultimately, I think, one of the, the biggest things about community on Twitch is being able to find and seek others out who love the things that you do. Oh yeah. It's, it's not easy, but when you do, it's amazing. It's really amazing. And after a year of doing this, I have found tons of Marvel fans that have also been on stream and Twitch and all of that. And it feels great because also now I have this, marvel fandom that also accepts me as me and that's even hard for people just like me to even get accepted as because like i said there's some people are like ah you're just doing this because you just want to be part of the group and it's like no no, no i really love marvel yeah. i have this fashion yeah and it's just it's nice to be accepted anywhere and if this is the place and i'm staying yeah when it comes to Marvel, uh, you mentioned uh, a lot about like the MCU. Uh, are there other aspects of Marvel fandom that you're really interested in or things that you follow more than others while uh, keeping up with it? For me, I, I do. I'm more of a comic book fan that people don't know. I, mm. I used to have a lengthy long of comics and then I had a parent that sold them all which is the tragic thing that ever mm. happened to me in my life 
Um, but I, I read comics, I read uh, even books that uh, continue the story of the MCU. Mm. And anything that screams Marvel, I am, I'm there. Mm. If there's a theme park, I'll, that, that I'm going to be there. Grand opening. Yeah. So uh, theme parks, uh, movies, shows, comics, everything. everything. Do you like to attend like Comic-Con events and things like that too? Or Yes. I haven't been in one in years and it makes mm. me so sad, but I yeah. do. And especially during Halloween, I, I cosplay the crap out of myself. I'm already designing my uh, Halloween costume as we speak. Yeah. Can you talk about it or is that something? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I I finally convinced Steven, who's not a big fan of uh, face paint. We are doing <laughs> Wanda and Vision, the 50s edition. Oh, that's going to mm. be cool. So it's a couple's cool. cosplay. That's yeah, going to be full on black and white. So black and white makeup. Uh, I'm also getting a plastic lobster that I'm also painting uh, uh, black and white or technically gray. And I'm getting uh, like a little clear plastic to make it look like I'm having it floating with magic mm. and going to put invisible string and kind of put like a, a chicken. I don't know what to do. Chicken, maybe a pot and just kind of make myself look like I have magic. Oh, that's, that's great. That's going to be really mm. cool. It's going to be I'm awesome. So excited. I'm, I'm stoked that you also convinced your partner to get in on it too. Cause I think it's always cool when you see the couples, uh, the couples cosplays, those are always awesome to, to see. Oh, I, we, when we first started dating, he's learned that I was a big cosplayer. And <laughs> our first our first costume that we did together was the first was our second date that we went together was seeing Tangled. So I did Rapunzel and he did Flynn. And I went crazy. Full on hair glowing. The thing was heavy as all get out. Tons and tons of extensions. And we he really learned quickly how intense I can be when it comes to uh, cosplaying. He learned very quickly. <laughs> That's cool. So ha have you guys done a lot of costumes together? Yeah. So usually anything we do together, it's good. It's, it's a couple things. So yeah. uh, last year I, I made him a province that I would do anything Jurassic Park. So uh, he was Owen Grainy and I was clear uh, during from the Jurassic World series. It was good. And then I think cool. he wants to do uh, another Jurassic Park, maybe. Yeah, it was Ian Malcolm and then the other girl. I don't know what her name is, and I'm sorry, Stephen. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that's on the next list. Or he wants me to be a dinosaur. He wants to be Owen Grady again, and I'd be blue. And I was like, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I, th I think that's really cool. And I'm glad that, like, it's always cool when your partner gets into that like those same things that you are and i imagine like like you said he learned that you were into cosplay i i don't think that's not something he was into before right mm -mm. so that's no. cool that, that you got him interested to at least do do that with you alongside all the things that you've been doing that's awesome he's just super supportive uh he supports me with anything i mean he started my twitch adventure he was one that planted that seed and ever since then mm -hmm. he's been very supportive which has been Nothing but amazing. Supportive partners often come up on on this show. It sounds like, you know, like you explained earlier, he gave you the idea to start streaming, having something for yourself. And it sounds like he's been incredibly supportive of 
of the cosplaying as well. What other what other aspects of um, his support have really helped you embrace either your mar your love for Marvel or your pursuit of streaming and content creation? So to answer the first part with Marvel, when we first were together, um, Endgame was coming out soon, and he's watched some Marvel movies, not mm -hmm. all of them, mm -hmm. and he's like, oh. I, he's like, I don't need to see any of them. I'll just go watch Endgame with you. I was like, hold on. <laughs> That's funny. No, you can't <laughs> just watch Endgame and not see all the other ones. You'll, you won't get what's going on. He, he, has, he didn't see Infinity War. Wow. I was like, all right. I, because I'm a psycho fan, uh, made a PowerPoint presentation <gasps> um, and made him watch every single movie and then gave him a breaking point after the movie with a PowerPoint of like the key things. Oh, this is a Tesseract. Very important. Must remember this for the next movie. Oh, and wow. And broke it every, everything down to the day of Endgame. He saw me. I, I actually painted Infinity Stones uh, on my face and yeah. got the gauntlet and I was ready. And he's like, oh, so this is Marvel fandom. I was like, yes, this is. <laughs> this is how we do it. He's He's been very supportive where every movie that comes out, we're there premiere night. Um, comes to Twitch. Uh, he is very supportive when I play a horror game where he just magically appears out of thin air. Spooks me. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> do you do you still have that that PowerPoint presentation? Because I think Chad's interested in it. Yes. You do. I have it. I have it. I'm missing two pieces, which is makes it making me scared because I can't find them. Yeah. But I, I do I do have them for is, each movie, but it's only during the uh, the the Infinity Saga, right? Not anything past. Is that, it is it readily available for people to look at at any given Once, time? Yes, well, I just need to go find them. They're mm, in my hard drive because okay. they are years old. I mean, oh my god, Endgame came out. Oh my god. Yeah, it's been how many Five years? years? Now? Wow. Five, I think. That sounds actually right, but it's still unbelievable to me because, yeah, I would love I would love to see that presentation sometime or have that available to your community because I think, I think that would sh that would show us a lot. I I I think that'd be great. Oh, I just gotta get my in my heart drive and hunt it down because it's mm. been probably sitting there dormant for years so i think i made it i made it a year prior to endgame so mm -hmm. probably was six years ago so yeah i i need a i need to go find it regardless i love it i would love like i feel like that would be a really good stream also like Oof. is is breaking you it down? breaking it down going over your presentation with chat showing what you were what you were explaining that's kind of kind of what I do now with Marvel Mondays. Like my whole purpose is to break it down with this upcoming phase because it is going to be and it is kind of confusing. Mm -hmm. So I try to make it as unconfusing as possible. Mm -hmm. So then when you do go see the next movie, oh, like you're not lost. You mm -hmm. you know what's happening. You know what's going on, and and you're ready for it. Yeah. So it's kind of like my whole purpose with Marvel Mondays is to kind of make it as simpler as possible for how complex it is. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know what that is, could you talk a bit more about what Marvel Mondays are and how you fit that into your content? So what I do every Monday, I break down a either movie or a episode of a show. 
and I pretty much just break it down to its core elements for people to that are lost in a very complex show like upcoming that this Monday will be Moon Knight. Mm. Um, I, I kind of break it down so that you understand the character and what's happening in that episode and why this character is so important for this upcoming phase and then we started now he's now we are now starting to talk about okay what could happen with this character in the future so they can start, kind of start conversation awesome that's and that's every that's every monday on your channel every monday at 11 o'clock eastern are there any particular topics or subjects that have been like major for you to talk about or any ones that you really enjoyed breaking down for your community i mean i love them all because they really because each one of them are unique and different in their mm -hmm. own way and especially because you're talking about different writers and different directors and it gets to be more fun i think the most recent one that i had a blast with was um Wakanda Forever, as there was so much to talk about when it comes to the, you know, the Mayan cultures and learning all the gods and goddesses and all of that. That was really fun for me because then I started learning more um, about the Mayan culture and it was just super fun for me because mm -hmm. um, like, I started learning more that I didn't realize when I was watching that movie. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and that movie also took a big, big core love for me for how uh, that movie presented itself to mm. the entire world and how connected it was to me. I had a really fun time kind of like comparing the Zuri and myself into a sentence because it was like, oh, there's a movie that understands my pain and suffering. And I had a really fun time just kind of like letting it all go and like really opening the floor and talking about um, the, the things of loss and how you deal with someone that you've lost yeah and and that was really fun for me in a very sad way it was fun i like that it gave you the opportunity to speak to it and share that in context of something that those of us who saw the movie could at least kind of make that connection to and you drew that connection on a personal level to to your own experiences how how has thinking about that and talking about that have sh how has that shaped what you do when you when you make content or you do streams so good question um i guess for me is when i started to do marvel mondays it's once again like how I ended up changing my name, it started to let me be 100% myself, which was, you know, an, an amazing thing. And then it started to grow like, okay, now I can really open the floor of Marvel content more than I ever imagined. And, and it was nice because I was so hesitant doing it. I was like, I don't know if people are really gonna wanna listen to it. Um, is it really worth, my time because is it will people actually enjoy it and my amazing community who i cherish and love to all my heart um it's like oh yeah no i we want it just do it it's your stream i'm like and once again like previously it's like okay yeah you're right it is my stream i forgot about it again for the third time um 
and then I did it and it's going so well. And I, I do love hearing uh, when someone comes to me like, okay, now I understand this movie better than when I first saw it. Now I, okay, now I have a different outlook in this show. That really feels great for me because that's kind of like my main goal. I want, I want people to be curious and understand Marvel like I am and, and see that they're not just a superhero movie with just some cool action packed stuff with an awesome soundtrack with a good looking actress or actresses, you know, it's actually way more than that. And I, I love when I finally get to someone and I'm mm. like, okay, I like this now. And yeah. it feels super good. I love that. This uh, leads into a wonderful follow-up because I think I know potentially where, where you would go with this. So uh, much, much earlier gaming and words in chat uh, wanted me to ask if superhero fatigue is a thing or do we need better stories and to get your thoughts on his uh, on their question there about about superhero fatigue i know a lot of people have been telling me oh i want the original you know heroes back like why you gotta take the avengers away and i keep telling one just wait just wait because i think a lot of times people don't see those characters that i've read in the comics um, they don't get the limelight enough and they're really great characters and there's so many people to talk about. So I don't think there ever will be a fatigue, uh, mm -hmm. but there is always too much. There's just like drinking a lot of milk. It's sometimes a little bit too unhealthy. I don't think there ever will be a fatigue because there are so many other great, fantastic characters to talk about. Mm -hmm. So I don't think, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. Yeah. With the addition of Disney plus having this full run on so many different series, uh, the, the MCU, all the movies, not showing any sign of stopping. Uh, what kind of things do you think Marvel would want to do next in terms of medium and showing like these stories and sharing, uh, what, what their characters get into next? I think the one thing that I know they're going to focus on is uh, opening open the floor for some intense conversation and conversation that needs to happen. And the one thing I'm really looking forward uh, is to uh, the Ironheart show, which Ironheart is a great comic. When they announced Ruby Williams and Wakanda Forever, everyone knows in my chat, uh, I was losing my mind because mm. I love her. And she has a very dark, but very, um, very kind of way understanding for some people of a story. Um, she suffers uh, losing her best friend and her stepfather uh, in a, in a drive-by shooting, which is tragic. And she grows that pain into Ironheart or, you know, in her sense, you know, the iron suit. And, and she kind of like Tony Stark finds that injustice and, and starts serving justice. And I'm hoping that Marvel will open that floor of conversations because that is sadly a reality of this new world. And I'm hoping they have more of those kind of conversations. Mm. So then we can talk about it and see if there's better light to fix it. Because movies do speak to us in ways. 
mm. and helps us to understand. And that's the beauty of cinema is that they can plan a conversation to us. Yeah. And it's a way that we can understand and listen. And I hope they do the same thing with Marvel in the future that they're not just superhero movies, like, like I said before. Mm-hmm. They're way more in that. They're way more complex. These are characters with complex stories. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they they have super you know strength, or they can fly in a you know iron suit, but they're more than just that. Would you like to see something that hasn't yet been done before in TV or movies that you've seen in the comic books? Mm. I think the one thing uh, that I would be very curious, but I don't know they'll do it but after what happened in uh uh Guardians of the galaxy 3 it could be up in the air i would like to see more intense brutality because a lot of the comics there are some very brutal moments and yeah I- i'm kind of hoping for like that like the big jaw-dropping moment the big oh my god that that just that it just happened hmm. i, I kind of want more of that you know and maybe starting getting away from that little cute cuddly co- comedic kind of look like mm-hmm. how i was hoping for thor love and thunder kind of like stepping away from that format mm-hmm. and getting into a little bit more darker segment just for a hot second i'm sure i'm sure they're thinking about it right i would oh, yeah, i would I hope so I, I would think they are right i think i well, think they realize that they they have such a such a large audience that spans beyond uh pg-13 territory so mm-hmm. well i kind of hope so with cigar wars being uh obviously a conversation mm-hmm. um that is not a that's not a story that's very cute and cuddly that's a yeah. very very scary story yeah so we were just we're just gonna have to see but uh who knows yeah that's what i hope for though <laughs> as someone who does streams where you talk about Marvel content on your own stream on a regular basis. Do you have any plans on doing more Marvel centric uh, shows or streams or videos or the, like, is, is there something that what, what kind of things would you like to do in the future related to Marvel on your channel? I, I would like to open the floor for maybe like, a comic like book club kind of thing where we all in a group read a comic this week and we all come together and then we you know on twitch we all live talk about how the story goes how we feel about it was the writing good how is the artwork and all of that i've been i mean it's been back in my mind to do it but mm-hmm. i know that there are uh some good old marvel friends of mine are like well you need to catch up with the more modern day comics because i'm big old 80s 70s yeah, yeah. comics I love yeah. the good old classics, and I'm not caught up with the more recent ones. Right. It hurts my heart. So I need to do a lot of catching. Sure. But I think that would be fun for me because of so much catching up I have to do mm-hmm. that I'd be like, okay, let's read this one this week, and then we'll just go one further. Mm-hmm. Would you use that as a vehicle to get caught up on current comics then? Yes. Mm. It would help me get caught up and then. I can almost talk to people that have read more modern, um, tell me, okay, what should I read next? And then, you know, I also have friends that only read modern and never read the classic. I'm like, okay, 
let's trade. I'll give you this, and you give me this, and we'll swap. Yeah. What is keeping you from starting this book club? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's another question. I really don't know. Yeah. I think, I think, I guess the, if I really think about it, I think the only reason that's holding me back is that I'm trying to not overload myself. Mm -hmm. I, I have a tendency to overload myself or, you know, overwork. So mm. I need to take myself in baby steps and I have to almost step back for a little bit, fix like the little things and then I'll go in bigger steps. I think that's would be my like my most valid answer mm. is that I it's just I gotta take one thing at a time. Yeah. Well, that's a perfectly good answer, both of them, which is I want to take my time and or I don't know. Those are all <laughs> absolutely valid. Ash in chat saying to take your time, plan it out, take as long as you need. Absolutely. So Thank you, Ash. Uh, I agree. I agree with that. I'm just just trying to see if there's a way to get you thinking about it. There's no rush, but if you want to do no it. Oh, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. I just know I have a few things I got to fix first. Yeah. Before I hit another big project that I have to be committed. Totally with. fair. Not saying in a bad way, but I have to make sure everything's in a row. And then I can put on another big project. Absolutely. I think I and that, that's totally fair. It's certainly really tough to. I, th I think in my experience, I've always wanted to like, I want to do this or I want to do that. And then realizing that with only so much time and energy, I can only really do, you know, certain things until then, or it, it is further down the line in, in the future. Once I get through some of these other things that I'm working on. So yeah, completely, thing. completely valid, completely valid. If time wasn't an issue, do you have something that you're like, oh, I would really love to do this on stream? If time wasn't really an issue or I didn't, if I had the strength to overload myself with a ton of work, I think I would really love to do like really like once every two weeks, uh, community night, we all sit back and watch a movie or show and we just like have a live conversation about it mm. and you know break it down and oh I love this part because you know RDJ did a great job how he you know did, did his line I would love to do that I just don't know one how to without mm -hmm. being copyrighted that's like number one thing is not to be copyrighted by yeah and I think yeah that's one thing I don't, I don't know how I would execute yeah. it would you expect like thing. the would you expect it to be running in the background and you're having conversation over it in real time? I think yeah. I think yeah. that's what I would like to do. Yeah. But that it also would... means everyone has to be in sync with each other. Yeah. That would be hard. That would make it a little little tough. It's a little. A little yeah. tough. Hmm. But with something that I think would be really fun. Yeah. I and it all came to me thanks to that uh to that Rick and Morty game. Uh, high on life. Oh we're yeah. Doing like we're watching those movies that they have mm -hmm. on that game, which was uh, shocking for me. 
let me, let me go put on the floor, right. uh, was not prepared for those movies. But I was like, oh, we we're all talking about it together live. I was like, this is kind of nice. What if I did it at Marvel? Right. Did I get copyrighted. Yeah. Hmm. And that was a little stinker. Yeah. That that's a wonderful idea. It's it's a matter of the only the only way which it completely like doesn't feel quite the same is if you give them like if you give anyone who's watching with you like a timestamp and be like, Hey, we're starting now and then you have like runtime running in the corner and then like it's that's you true. it's you and whoever else on screen talking about it. And obviously you can't show whatever it is you're watching but you could have like the name of the show and the time the current time running in real time in the background mm-hmm. so if anyone wants to sync up they could that would be how i would do it i know it's not quite the same because it'd be more fun to actually have the show running in in the background up random idea one random day. idea random idea random idea <laughs> yeah it's a good one i like it i think that um Thank you. i think you should think about it more I will out of my fifty other ideas. I yeah, your fifty pocket. other ideas. How do you how do you track all the ideas that you have for your channel and your community? What do you do? What do you do when you have like this awesome idea? And... For me, I I trust in my handy dandy notebook. Very mm. loose clues for reference. <laughs> I run them all down out of nowhere. I'll just scribble something like, oh, this could be a good idea. Yeah, and uh, I go back and read it. Uh, maybe maybe yeah. Sometimes no, it depends. You know, time time changes and so does your ideas. Right. Yeah. They with with so many ideas, do you have any kind of like priority system that you, you use or you just kinda every so often you're like, Oh, this would be a good one, maybe I'll I'll work on it now or how do you how do you organize those? Um, some I have future ideas. So I'm like, okay. I have no time for it now, but mm. in the future, I would like to see if I can do this. Anything more like I need this done is more like, oh, I had this command that's really broken. I got to go fix that. Yeah. Or uh, I've been, which is true, slacking on TikToks because I am not hip with <laughs> the kids. I need to probably think about TikToks, which gives me anxiety because I don't, don't even know what I should be doing because mm. I am not good with dances or knowing what sound I need to use or mm. however as such. Yeah. It's like doing math and it's it bugs me. <laughs> it's like I'd rather go back to college at this point and, and doing calculus it's like than, doing, than math. doing this. Yeah, it, 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 it's stressful. <laughs> it's stressful. It is. And it's stressful. It's like, stressful. I, I don't know how to. I Do get it. Moves? You know, you know what I think would be awesome for you though, honestly, because you are so passionate about Marvel and you do these breakdowns on Monday. Uh the the I think the lowest hanging fruit is taking clips from your stream that make sense for a TikTok where you're explaining something or you're breaking down a moment in a show or a concept and if it's short enough to be a TikTok and TikToks are now what, like, three minutes? You could go up to three minutes. That that's totally a TikTok, right? I actually have a few hidden in the back of my computer oh. as I'm editing as we speak. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. They're that's, they're there. I totally do it. I totally do it. I think like it. And you know, I this is me just throwing ideas. I'm not 
telling you what to do, but if it were me, I would take those moments from Marvel Mondays. Or if you had like a really good thought, you're like, oh man, I had this really uh, funny like Marvel thing that popped in my head that I can talk about for a few minutes. That's mm -hmm. totally a TikTok video. Yeah, totally. so I, I have a, like a few of them kind of hidden, yeah. kind of organizing Ooh, them. Okay. And kind of breaking them down, but I'm a very, a very perfectionist. So I gotta mm, make sure everything yeah. sounds clear. I have a huge stuttering Fair. problem. So I gotta Fair. make sure, like, okay, my stutter there. I gotta have to re record it. Yeah. So they're I all there. It. They're ready. I believe in you. I just gotta finish them. I believe in you. I'd love to see those. I would love to see you break down something that is in TikTok form so I can be watching it in between meetings or something for work and be like, now I know a little bit more about this this thing in the Marvel Universe. So I only have one that I did on Mama Mondays. And I was like, oh, this would be a good TikTok where yeah. it was someone that missed, missed the entire stream. Like, okay. Can you break it down to me real quick? I'm like, yeah, let's go. One minute breakdown. So I'm thinking about doing a one minute breakdown of a movie slash show in the most simplest way possible. Yeah. As a TikTok, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sure. Feel yet. like there's I, something there, but I'm not gonna. I'm just saying. I like it. I like. I like. You. I like the thought of Tay giving me bite size <laughs> Marvel. Uh, marvel breakdowns or even like you heard maybe you heard something cool that's gonna happen soon you know as a marvel in a marvel movie or something those are you don't have to know dances to 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 put that out there you don't have to because i i've been doing um a ton of short form lately mm -hmm. like a stupid seen, amount they're all great it's a stupid amount and i love i love doing it and i don't do dances but i do use a lot of the the stuff from the show so i'd love to hear tay's thoughts on on marvel that i could consume on a tiktok uh as a oh, tiktok get get ready <laughs> get ready okay <laughs> all right well no rush just telling you, I think you got this. So, oh, thank you. It's it's hard to hear that, you know. Hear the the confident like. You got cheer. this. Mm. You got this. Are there any Marvel content creators that you follow, or ones in particular that you enjoy watching? I do, and I and I think this individual knows the. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Silver Dreamer off the rip. Mm. And Silver Dreamer was actually the first Marvel uh, content creator that I've met because I met no one in the Marvel world. Mm. Zip Zada. I was like, okay, I, like it's just me, you know, like at a party. It's just this little me. And then Silver <laughs> came in my life and I'm like, oh, yes. Mm. Here we go. Yeah. And it's great because we're both very aggressive fans and we're both heavily <laughs> opinionated. So yeah. we both kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Um, and it opened a whole new world for me, and I love it. That's and cool. we're practically best friends. He doesn't think so, but we're fr we're best friends. There it point. is. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. It's really nice finding other people who are in your 
like who share your your passion or who are in your niche that you can really like relate to i think that's probably mm -hmm. one of the coolest things about twitch and and being online is there is. is there um how what was your experience finding other marvel fans on twitch how how has that been in addition to silver it's so far slowly growing which is beautiful because yeah. and I, I i had the feeling that a lot of people understand this problem it's probably the reason why we're on twitch honestly is that it's it's hard for some people like myself to make friends you know real life face-to-face -face friends and so i have a really hard time making friends and i still do to this day i am terrible at it i am awful i don't know how or why but nothing sticks but then i went on twitch and i met so many great internet friends and it's something about internet friends that i just rather have than anything else in the world because i have met so many wonderful people and i am so grateful for the internet for that because now i don't i don't feel as alone for a long you know for a long time and i feel like everyone has that moment where you feel so alone and you feel out of place and you know you're just like that odd piece that doesn't fit in the puzzle and then i went on twitch i'm like okay now i feel i feel wanted in a sense and it feels great what do you what do you do on your own channel to convey that feeling as well to people who join you on on your shows for me it's that's why i'm a woman book you know you can be open to me and feel comfortable there's no room judgment in my community at least or in my stream you know i i've mentioned multiple multiple times is that i don't want to put on a fake persona and you know be like oh this is marvelous tay and then when you meet me outside of stream i'm a total different human being yeah. um because i've met some people that are like that and that's kind of like put me in a wrong you know wrong kind of feeling so i i try to be as 100 percent myself completely open and honest if i'm having a bad day i'll let you know why i'm having a bad day and i'm not ashamed for saying it and especially you know, when there's conversation about mental health, which is a huge, huge thing that I bring up a lot in my streams, mm. um, is that you don't need to feel, you know, unsure or out of place. Everyone is welcome as they're harvesting themselves and you don't need to hide it. So you've been on Twitch for about, you said about a year now? About a year. Ooh. Yeah. It's great. I love it yeah how do you feel your channel and community have changed since you started i mean as you can tell when from sunshine tay to marvelous tay it's changed dramatically and it's it's been so nice to have this nice community that i get excited to come on live with you know like First, when I first started streaming, I always was unsure, like, okay, will I have a good day today? Will any traction start happening? And now when I get on, like, I cannot wait to talk to all of my peeps. I call everyone my peeps. So I just can't wait to see all my peeps and we all talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. 
and just kind of having that really good day. And now I don't really have like a bad day on Twitch. Now it's just like every day is a good day. And it gives me even more purpose to keep on doing this and not letting my own mental health pull me back. Cause I'm like, I love this too much that nothing's going to stop me. Mm. On the days that are harder, what keeps you inspired to still hit that start streaming button? I think for me in my past of my childhood, I had a lot of people in my family hold me back or destroy something that I loved. Like I could have been on Broadway at this point. I was actually on Broadway when I was a kid. I was in Lion King. Wow. And I had a family member that just tore it apart because I stuttered and I, and it just ruined me. And now thanks to Steven, who's given me the strength saying, okay, you don't need to listen to the outside noise. It's whatever you feel and whatever you're that you think you can do, you can do it. And I have this strength now where I'm like, you know, I don't care what you think. Or what you have to say about what I'm doing. I'm I'm gonna do it. And I'm I'm holding Twitch like it is my precious baby. Hmm. And I wanna make sure I keep taking care of it because it is the one thing that I'm so proud of in my life. Next to meeting Stephen. I am so so proud of it and I don't want this to be ruined. I think that's what keeps me going, is that making sure that I keep doing this. Hmm. For those that have been on the fence about getting started with content creation or streaming, do you have any advice for them? I think the advice I would say, it never hurts to try. Hey, they say a Star Wars quote, but just like Yoda, do or do not, there is no try. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to do it. Just do it. If you yeah. feel like you can, why not? What's stopping you? There's nothing but websites yourself. And that's the only thing I know a lot of people have a hard time uh, seeing or understanding is that the only person that's stopping you is you. And you need to push that little negativity of yourself aside. Try it. It never hurts. Has there been anything that has surprised you about streaming or making content? Something you didn't expect? I didn't expect that I would be this open online. <laughs> I think that's the one thing I didn't expect. Yeah. I've, I've been very, very closeted myself when it comes to things I like or things that's happening in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I keep myself very in a rap bubble because a lot of my past instances, um, usually people never really had a time of day or it was too much or too real and they're like okay i can't hear this this is way too much and i've dealt with a lot of hard cards being dealt which i know everyone in this platform have done or bending or going through right now as we speak mm. um and then when i'm on twitch i was like okay i'm gonna keep everything quiet because no one needs to hear about my you know mental health or me going to these doctors and this and that or parker being in the hospital and i got comfortable and then i realized of how wonderful my community is and it's been so 
because I mentioned so many times, it's so nice to have that. So I don't have that outside besides Steven, which is great. I love Steven, but it's nice to have more than just one person, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just really is an amazing feeling that once again, I can be my complete self and there's nothing holding me back. I would agree with you on that one. That's certainly, <laughs> I, I, I never expected to get to know so many people on Twitch that I don't now. There's many people on Twitch that I speak to now on a daily basis that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have expected. So I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. And like, like I said, you just don't feel alone anymore. And now I don't, and it's nice. And it's it even feels great where there's conversations where usually people would turn away from like, mm -hmm. okay. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. And now I don't feel like I'm going to have that experience again. And it feels great. So I do have it outside, but not here, which is why I love it so much. What do you picture for the future of, of your community and for, for you? I think what I want to see myself in the future is to get to a point where I can do this full time and really give this even more of my attention than I do now. I do give this a thousand percent. Now I want 2000%. I want to get this to be my life if I can, because this is probably the one thing that I've been so passionate about out of all the other things that have been destroyed in the past um due to very interesting childhood circumstances and I, I don't want this to go and it is the one thing that is stuck that i'm so proud of so i want to get this two thousand percent of my attention i hope that you do i hope that you get to do that that's that's awesome what has been a highlight of your time making content oh easy I forget who did it, um, but one of my streamer buddies, everyone decided to, to give me a ray train, which doesn't happen often. And it came out of nowhere and I wasn't prepared for it. So I'm scouring my entire area. I was like, okay, I have lights. So I can do party lights or whatever. And it got overwhelming. And I've been very known to cry on stream out of mm. nowhere, practically a trend at this point. And I was talking about why I love it and how grateful I am in my community and was talking about Parker. And then someone made, uh, I'm going to start crying about it. Someone made uh, Parker as the sub, like they give it a sub to Parker and it just killed me. I actually have it on my uh, Twitch. Mm -hmm. It just killed me because um it's it's nice to see even though i know it's not him uh he's probably one of the few people in my life that has been my best friend and it's at the time was super hard to let go of a best friend like that and to see his name on my screen and it just it felt so good and felt so loved 
And it was during the time that I was dealing with, did I do enough as a big sister? Did, did I, did I do the tasks as I should? And that was the biggest kindness that I was ever given. And I'll never forget it. Oh my goodness. Now I need tissues. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. If you need a second. No, I'm good. Okay. Open book. Yeah. Open book. Thank you again for sharing. It's hard to share stuff with him, but I don't get to share or talk about him a lot. Yeah. Because I don't have a lot of people in my life that knows him. So it's nice when I go on Twitch. Um, talk about him because when i first started streaming he passed and so i did a whole uh stream just about him and i played the spider-man game on playstation Mm. um and so parker has been very habited on my stream and my entire twitch because like i said everything's Mm spider-man so it's he's he's everywhere literally everywhere everything is spider-man for a reason Mm. and he is the reason Mm. I'm going to read something that Ash just posted and knowing Ash is probably heartfelt it is but I do agree with the the sentiment here Uh, Parker would be very proud of you you've done so much and have grown your community you've been able to share your passions and he's definitely smiling down on you it's always Ash that makes me into tears she knows. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you, Ash. Uh, I I hope. Like I said, there was there was a time, and I know that there are people that have lost someone that understands this, where you start second guessing yourself. Was I a good friend? Um, was I good son or daughter? Like I said, brother or sister? Um, best friend. And I, I I've had lost people in the past. Ironic, like because of the suicide prevention, I've lost people from suicide. Um, lots of both from car crash, but losing my brother was definitely the hardest thing that I went through because he was my life. You know, with taking care of someone, you know, with special needs in a wheelchair, you know, I had to change his diapers. And he was 22 years old, I had to change his diapers. And, and you know, blend his food because he couldn't eat whole foods and making sure when I go into restaurants, they have a blender so that he can blend something and that feel like you always have to be home. And, and then all of a sudden, all of that work just stopped, you know, making sure his bathroom and pump, which is like a machine in his belly, um, to constantly, you know, circulate medicine, Hmm. um, and making sure you didn't hear that beeping sound when it's low so you can you know take a needle and chop you know put more in it all that stopped and i got to that point on where i i clean on the twitch because i needed something to do and it was the best thing for me and then i got so absorbed with it that i forgot that he had Pass and when I went home for the first time, oh, and it just killed. 
and I still do that. I still have that problem to this day where I, I stop and realize, oh God, he's gone. And it's awful. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. It's nice to talk about it, even though it's painful. Yeah. Well, it means a lot that you're able to talk about it. That's why I'm a little book. Because someone out there probably went through exactly the same thing that I went through. So I don't yeah. want people to feel alone. And that's why I'm open. You know. Yeah. Because I've felt alone in the past, you know, dealing with the problems I dealt with as a kid, you know, mm. dealing with a very ugly household and feeling like no one understands you. So that's why I make it my my mission to go on here and not have people feel alone like I did growing up. I appreciate what you do, Tay. Thank you. I think this is a good spot to call it because I know that we could talk a lot longer, but oh, of course, I appreciate you uh, doing this. Um, Often, uh, when we end the show, I put it in the hands of the person who's on. Would you like to close out this episode? Oh, God. With any um, final thoughts? I guess my final thoughts would be there are times you're going to feel super alone. But on Twitch, as I've learned, you will never feel alone on here as there is such a large mass of communities that will just open your arms and just bring you in. And that's the most beautiful thing that you can find. <laughs>